Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Birds Over Beers podcast. We've got a great show for you today. The Eagles are sitting pretty in first place in the division after smacking the Giants and then losing to the Giants, but somehow still winning the game. It's also Cowboys week, and they look amazing if you're not a Cowboys fan. A lot to get into today, and we've got a special guest in studio tonight to help break it all down. So please welcome our favorite Giants fan, Weezer. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, pleasure for you to be here. Welcome to the Eagles Nest. I hope this is everything you imagined it would be. <laughs> when you very st- impressive studio you've got. <laughs> when you went, took a step down those stairs and turned the corner. He's been down here for about an hour, and I think he just keeps looking up and looking around, and is like, I feel like people are raped in this place. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe the previous owners. Go throw some iron yeah. around over there on the weight bench. Yeah, yeah hit it one time. Yep, yep. As you can tell, I use it every day. <laughs> Couple jack guys. Oh, all right. Well, I guess uh, let's get into it. It's no secret now because we're getting out a little bit late. But the Eagles beat the Giants twenty-two to twenty-one. Yeah, they did. Woo! Um, usually I ask you guys how you guys felt about the game, but I, I'm going to jump you guys. I'm going to go to Weezer. Weezer, let, let's hear it. What were you thinking? I was thinking I've seen this movie more than once. That was my thought from the text from Kevin quitting. <laughs> I'd say ready to write me the check. Well, yeah, just to $50,000 large. Just to fill everyone in. Soundboard for Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Just to fill everyone in, Kevin and Weezer had a bet years ago about Donovan McNabb winning more Super Bowls than Eli Manning. The bet was for $25,000 that Kevin definitely had, and he lost to Weezer. Now, here we are 15 years later, Kevin double or nothing on this game. It was either $50,000 and a soundboard to Weezer. or and Sarah's engagement ring right there. That's everything I put, <laughs> yeah. all, I put it all on the line. I put it all on the line <laughs> to... To, to win, that's how much I was confident in the Philadelphia Eagles that my relationship was on the line. First Ooh. thing, when we made the bet, I only wanted to bet five dollars because <laughs> that's realistically because attainable I, from Kevin. I knew I had a chance at five dollars, <laughs> but anything above that, I knew I was never going to see. That <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> the $50,000 just sounds so enticing, you just don't know. He might, he might have it, but what a good friend, though. I mean. What uh, one of my great friends, one of my one of my best friends, um, I owed him all this money all these years, and you know what? He never held it against me. So that was a uh, that was a great feeling. I think that was a great friendship right there. I That's, think he made it clear his expectations were low. But you used to do the, you know, you used to do a lot of scratch offs back then when you guys had that. So he was probably thinking, all right, what if Kevin hits one for like a hundred grand? Maybe he'll split it with me. And I used to also smoke a lot of cigarettes. I didn't too, think that so. either. No, no. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, so wait. I probably would have just spent all the money on part of the lights anyway. So it doesn't really matter. But now because the Eagles part won. Of the lights and Bud Selects. Because the Eagles won, the debt goes to zero. Mm-hmm. Kevin's free and clear. But everyone, everyone was sweating out that game. No, I mean, I couldn't believe we were going to lose to the Giants. But I thought we were going to lose to the Giants. At the end of that game, they were up 21-10. Kevin's apologizing and, you know, begging Weezer for mercy on text message. But Weezer, he knew it. He said, uh, you know, I've seen this one before. I've seen this I've seen this movie before, I think is what, what you said, right? Yeah, that's a little background. The first giant game I ever went to later became known as the Miracle at the Meadowlands. 
1978. Wow. 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 The first I, one. The first one. With uh, Herm Edwards and yep. uh, who's Joe quarterback? Pisarczyk. Joe Pisarczyk. Who's who were they in? And they were Doug Kotar. Oh wow! Yeah, and uh, I can, it's weird. I can still see the pain in your eyes. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good, you know, son dad moment. <laughs> oh, oh, you both went to it, huh? Yeah, dad took me. It was our first game. We just gotten season tickets to the Giants. You know, was really enjoying it. He was all full of spirits. Then next thing I know, I heard words come out of his mouth that I've never heard before. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm uh, I'm also a new father, uh, and I have a son, and I look forward to the day to take my son to his first NFL game, and I pray to God it's nothing like that. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. So that's lived right. with me, and I, you know, had a hatred for the Eagles ever since. I, I'd imagine. It ruined the perfect son-dad moment. Yeah. Yeah, and what a great moment for – And what a great moment for a – Eagles dad at that point in time, I can imagine he's an Eagles fan. Just got done beating the shit out of his kid because he because <laughs> the Eagles lost the game, and then he realized they were gonna win, and so then he hugged his kid, and everything was golden. Yeah, everything come on, was. Son, let's go get some Philly cheese. Yeah, let's go get some hoagies yeah. and let's go Philly down. Cheese. You know, well. <laughs> yeah, I can say I feel the same exact way when the Eagles lose. I feel miserable, but when they win, it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> um. I got to tell you though, that game hurt. That was the first game that hurt in a long time. Which one hurt fan. more? This wait, this past no, week you're not saying? This weekend, because this past Thursday, because I mean, the Giants have been non-competitive for four seasons now, and you're used to it. Yeah, and if there's one game, two games you want them to win, one either against the Eagles, two against the Cowboys. It's been a while. It's been a while for the Eagles too. It right? has been a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's like the only the, thing. The, that... the demise of the Giants started with the playoff loss to the Eagles in like what was that? 2012, 2013. Tiki Barber, Plaxico Burris. Tiki Barber's last year. Next too, year, right? Plaxico shoots himself in the leg, wearing we won a pair of sweatpants we won and carrying a, a nine millimeter we around. We, right, we won on a field goal that year. I believe it was. It was a David Akers field goal kick that I think uh, I think won it for us. That was yeah. Jeff Garcia was. Uh, Oh no! I mean, the, I mean, the field goal one was Donovan Neb. Jeff Garcia, though, yeah, I that was a good one. Yeah, that was I was there for that one. Then we got Miracle in the Meadowlands too. Yep, had to live through that one. Oh, I remember that one. I was actually watching at their house, mm -hmm. and everyone left the room and did something else, and I was the only one who kept watching the game. And they were in the other room. They're like, "Well, we were flipping back and forth, and now the score is close." So, then Deshaun Jackson, rest is history. That would have been that's a hard game too. I think I mean they were down so much. Yeah. And they just looked pathetic. They looked they looked <laughs> almost as pathetic as as what I thought that they looked this past week. That's you know what, what that was the, that was the year they had Michael Vick and the Giants defense just controlled him. They kept mm -hmm. him in the yeah. pocket. He couldn't do anything and then, then know, he I got think that there was like a third down play from like the Giants or from the Eagles' own five-yard line where he scrambled for, like, 55 mm -hmm. yards. And he also had Brent Selleck, I think, on a, on a long touchdown. And I don't know if it was just because that they were – the Giants got complacent. He missed – well, they missed the tackle yeah. on Brent Selleck. Yes, yeah. 
look at that, a tight end breaking he, a tackle. Well, no, he he like reached <laughs> out. I remember him stumbling for the ball. Look at that, a tight end catching the ball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Woo. Yep. Yeah, especially in that game's on the line. Woo. Oh man. That was I, that hurt. It didn't hurt. It actually felt really good, but it just it it felt. It, it, I can I I understand the pain of watching a guy who's wide open, and a beautiful ball be thrown, and then it just. It's the turf. It's funny because, you know, Weezer texts us and he said, still a lot of time left. You know, even when we thought the oh, game was over. Think, at that point in time, I'm Oh, yeah, no, we thought it they, was over. Another group chat with Greg. Greg is losing his mind yeah. about how terrible the Eagles are and also yelling at us, telling us never to talk about him ever again in the uh, in the podcast. Because he had <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to chop we, that out. Yeah. Well, you, no, you said his name. Said yeah. I, I didn't get permission <laughs> oh, so, for that. Well, we can, maybe we can do a bleep over, like, and we'll just call. Going forward, we're going to call him Craig. So that's <laughs> yes, our, my brother to... Craig. So. Yeah, kind of like the Washington football team now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, a, not allowed to say the Redskins around here, yeah. but exactly. So you know, we thought it was over. The season would have been over. We were talking about changing the format already, um, and then. You know, I was texting other Giants fans, and they said the same thing. They're like, "Ah, it's not over yet. It's not over yet." I talked to people after the game, and they said the same thing. They're like, "Yep, I even knew when it was six minutes left, like you guys were gonna win." And sure enough, Carson Wentz <laughs> engineered two amazing our drives. Boy, our boy, our golden boy. Oh, that throw to Boston Scott. He was like, he was. I uh, just want to let you know. He was lying in the bed that night. Yeah, we yeah. took him oh, back. Oh, oh, yeah. Legs yeah. wide open. Oh, I hope oh. you guys did it twice after that one. That's I was a division win. I was exhausted from the win and the win after. So if you know what I mean. So yeah. Was, yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. Watching him play, do you think there's anything wrong with his arm? His arm? Like where he's hurt? Where he's hurt. He's always grabbing. The he one, is- the interception Bradbury had in the end zone. Was he trying to throw that for someone to catch it, or is he trying to throw it to get out of bounds? I, that is a good, I don't know. That's a good and then you look they at the, that, they the did ball. Bring that up. The ball in the, I think the last drive that he threw to Fulgham, the okay. bomb, the fifty-eight yarder. That was oh, that like was a, a high tower. High tower. High yeah. tower. Was that was a beautiful ball though? Yeah, but the way he threw it, he threw it so high up in the air. And yeah. it was just he like, he always well, throws them yeah, high. He always, he always airballs yeah. them. He doesn't. I mean, just the miss passes here and there. And I like did the, hear the that. throws yeah. he normally makes. You don't see him. You know he does. Or is I mean, he just not comfortable with the guys? I don't know if he's comfortable. I don't know if he's comfortable even with anyone around. him. I mean, the even offensive line, I think he's constantly thinking, I'm going to be under pressure from someone, uh, even if Jordan Maialata is having a good game, someone at right guard, left guard, they're going to, they're going to give it up, right? They're going to, they're going to give up pressure and pressure is going to be in his face. So I don't know if he's ever comfortable, but I will say with that, that interception, it's debatable whether that he was trying to throw it out of the end zone because why would you throw it into double coverage like that? I mean, there was three giants down there. Yeah. And it was, yeah. there was no, nowhere. Maybe he was trying to throw it out, but keep it close to someone. So it wasn't, I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I, I thought Hightower's He's gotten a lot of hits, but at the same time, he might've also thought like, I can make it. Yeah. Cause he, he does make some throws, some tight window Threw throws. His body. He did throw across his body, which was a was... bad throw, but it still hit the guy in his hands. Yeah. He yeah. still could have <laughs> caught the ball, you know? I don't want you doing that again, that Carson. Fulgham? I know you're I think listening. That was Fulgham, that was... Fulgham dropped it was that. Fulgham, yeah. Yeah. 
I, we know he listens. He sent me a couple DMs. Yeah, he's saying, like, hey, he's, don't be so rough on me, but, like, I love the criticism. Yeah, he, he appreciates it. He's, and yeah. Love the criticism. I'm yep. get you guys a, a bunch of, uh, you know. Antlers, you know, hey, he loves Christ and criticism. That's yeah, he said, said God bless at the end. That's what he likes. Pray for me this week, though. Yeah, well, he had what's his name? Uh, Sua Peta at left guard, who mm-hmm. for, a practice squad player, practice squad player life, yeah. who you know, you might as well put one of those doors in a restaurant in the kitchen that swings back and forth because that's what he looked like. Was it Jim? I think it was Jermaine Brown's Jamon, Jamon, Jermaine, Jamon. I feel like it was his. His brother, yeah, his just... his much lighter skinned brother. Yes, um, they went to the same football school for sure because yeah. Jamon Brown was. I thought that was the worst thing I've ever seen, and Zuo Peta was just a tiny bit less shitty. That's what I. That was my takeaway. Well, you know what Jamon Brown's advice to him was: uh, "Hey, brother, uh, make sure to tighten up your gloves. That's what they wanted me. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> even if it's mid play." Yeah. Um. Great. <laughs> But, oh god, it was so bad. It was so bad. But so the bad. Eagles are, you know, their strength, I think we could say, is defensive line. Mm-hmm. And the Giants' weakness being offensive line. Uh, I want to make sure yeah. you knew it too. Um were you surprised at how the offensive line played? Because I thought the Eagles were gonna get a lot more sacks, a lot more pressures in that game. I was I was surprised how they played. I mean, they slowly have been kind of putting it together. They're kind of shuffling guys around. Um Andrew Thomas, their left tackle, number one pick. I mean, he's struggled, but he played, I think, guard in college. They threw him in the left tackle and pretty much, you know, no offseason, no preseason, no nothing. And, I mean, the guys he's gone up against so far this season, I mean, between Washington's line, you got, I mean, the Eagles line, um, even uh, – with the Rams, I mean, he's faced a lot of a lot of tough, tough defensive lines so far. But the drive that the Giants had in the fourth quarter, ninety-seven uh, yard drive, that uh, was the backbreaker for me. I thought was going to do it, and the way they were able to run the ball when you knew they were going to try to run the ball, and you know, like I was like, oh, they're they're playing pretty good, you know. And I mean, if you if you would have told me that the start of the fourth quarter they would have been ninety-seven yards away driven scored a touchdown been up by 11 with six minutes left Mm -hmm. i would have been like i'll take it you know yeah and you know it was a late game you know (laughs) a lot of giants fans probably could have turned it off at that point and gone to bed happy not knowing you know how the rest of the game went but um what was the name of that um the running back who wayne gallman gallman yeah 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 it was like who the hell is this guy and he's just cutting you know 15, 20 yards at a time. It's like, what the hell's going on? Fucking stop him, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's been – uh He was there last year, right? He's been there for a couple years. And the problem was is he he tends to fumble every once in a while. So Oh, yeah, we got a few but, of those. You know, he, if Barkley's still there, he's a great guy to have behind him. Catches the ball out of the backfield, you know. I mean, you saw it wait, on the Wait, drive. Bar- Barkley three. behind Goldman? No, no, Golden. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> like, hold on a second. You guys oh, watch we, football, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, hot takes galore over here. The way you said it, I was like, he doesn't mean. But even on that drive, he had two or three catches out of the backfield, seven, eight yards here, yeah. there. You know. Yeah, he definitely hurt us. I would say that he was a factor. The Eagles could not, couldn't. I felt like they didn't have an answer for him. 
you know, that was the that was the one guy that I was I wasn't worried about in the beginning of the game. And as the game went along, I was like, shit, they're just not they're not stopping him it's, at all. It's kind of like the Eagles said, we're game planning for Devontae Freeman. And then he got hurt and they said, well, uh, who is this guy? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> go, go Rover. <clears throat> Jake, you going to say something? Yeah, you were starting to say something. I was? I don't know. You brought the mic closer to your face. Oh, yeah. I had to to remember because I pull it down sometimes. I have to remember to bring it back up. I wasn't going to say anything. Um, But you started saying something. You literally, the words came out of your mouth, oh, yeah, and pulled the microphone closer. I didn't say, oh, yeah. Did I really? All right. What I will say. You doing more vegetable or dead over there? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm running through all over my head. I saw some pretty bad ones. Yeah, no, that that as well as every story we tell on here is a true story. And that was kind of like, what the fuck are you looking at, Jake? I I, I, got to stop it sometimes. Um, But if I I will make a point right now, uh, Jake Elliott doesn't get his shit together. I'm taking his job. Boom. Drop the mic. Yeah, we're going to do a uh, GoFundMe for Jake to get a kicking tryout. He's not going anywhere. They, They said that his dead cat money is like $8 million. For Ooh. a kicker, because they just signed him to a five-year deal last year, and <clears throat> I'm sure that the the first two years were guaranteed, and so he's not he's not going anywhere. Well, if that's the case, he better get um you know back on track because if they just gonna if they can't the yeah they're just gonna keep going he for two. Kick the ball anyhow, yeah. <laughs> you know? Which go I think, for it on fourth down and go for two. Which I think and uh, he had to have probably three of the worst two-point conversion play calls. Oh my god. Seen. You know, you know, I, you know, I said to Kevin too. I don't understand because there's a penalty on one. They pushed it to the what one yard line. You have one yard to go forward. Why the hell are you going in shotgun and moving the ball backwards five yards when you need to just go forward for one? I never understand it. Well, they called the one play the draw with uh, Wentz, and he fumbled the ball, and they blew the whistle dead. They blew the ball dead when he had the one. I think it was the second touchdown. Remember the Giants recovered? The Giants picked it up. Oh, oh, when he uh, when he tried running in. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Yep. Yeah, they he blew it dead. Early. The ball was down on the ground. If they, they ran it back, what would that be? Two points? I don't know. Yeah, that's two points. I think yeah. it, I think if you yeah. score Man, a touchdown, it, it's two I was points. Like, then at the end there, I'm like, those two points. I'm pretty yeah, sure it's two, two it is two points if yeah. you yeah, if you return one. You basically get what and a block kick on a field goal too, I think is the is the same thing too on the that's for an extra point. And then the play they ran with Jalen Hurts, where he just kind of ran around, yeah, and he, you know, he, from the with the, the weird line, formation. Like, yeah, with that the, was like with, at home. That was like you're playing blockers. out in the street. Yeah. I'm just gonna run around. He had three blockers out there basically, and then it was just it. Some of his plays don't make any sense, and they're usually the ones that he tries to get like creative on, and it's just kind of just it's. He's a very frustrating. Um, I think he's a very frustrating coach. I wish sometimes that he. Of men. I listen. I think that they play for him, though. They don't. You don't see the problems with Doug. Yeah, it's not like in the Cowboys, where they're what they're doing. Because there's a lot of mistakes that Doug makes, and his players still back him. You know, but if we know that Doug is making mistakes, you don't think that his own guys are like. You know why we know? You got guys there who won a Super Bowl with them, so they're gonna back them. What happens when those guys are gone? I just feel like, though, the amount of guys that won a Super Bowl with him that was, is getting less and less. Yeah. I mean, there's only there's there's only yeah, a you handful got, you know, of guys left. I'm sure Jason Kelsey there is, is pretty elite, much yeah, yeah. runs the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham probably. 
Right. That's true. Well, his play calling has been, you know, it's frustrating because, you know, they say like the first, what, 10, 15 plays of a game are scripted. And you saw as we opened that game out, you know, the scripted plays were working. He doesn't repeat any plays. So then we kind of stalled for another two and a half quarters. And then it wasn't until the last two drives of the game that it's almost like they said, all right, Carson, go win the game or something and let him play. Which I think has to bring us to our question on the whiteboard. And uh, and Weezer said he knows the answer. So I want him to go first. Is well, it Carson or Doug on why the Eagles wait, win is, or are winning? Wait, hold this, on. Wait, wait, hold on. Let's, let's get this ironed out. Is Carson or Doug the reason for what? Why they're winning or why they won. Why they... Is Carson or Doug the reason why they won the game? Is that what you're saying? I just mean in general why they who's the reason behind the the success of the Eagles? Is it like it's last, just funny you say that because they haven't really been successful. Well, if you go back That's to why last I'm trying year, to like if you go back to last year when they won four games in a row and Carson willed them into the playoffs. So not just that, this year? I'm just talking about in general with Carson Wentz and Doug Peterson's relationship, because there's been reports that it's a contentious relationship that maybe one feels like the other is holding them back and you're never going to know which one it is until which one is gone. Right. I mean, that's the, who's your source. Alshon at 97.5, the fanatic. <laughs> oh, no, those guys are always on it. Weezer, your thoughts. I think Thursday, I think Wentz definitely bailed out Doug. I mean, I would agree. I, yeah. I, I, would, the, the I would say so. are not a very good football team. Defensively, they play hard. They play with heart, you know, but, I told Kevin this before the game. They, they're in it for three quarters, but you know when they spend that much time on the field, the fourth quarter, the Cowboys game, even the Rams game. I mean, and even the Steelers game. They were in all three of those games, and then you know you're just asking too much from them. And then Cincinnati, even Cincinnati, Doug's play call at the end or play choice. Yeah, but that play, was. Play. I think that more was a call of I don't want to lose. Like I could. I could deal with this week in a tie, but yeah, if I yeah, lose this and, game, and, 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 if he loses that game, there's a chance he loses part of that locker yeah, room at that that's, point. And, and the other yeah. thing is, I guess, if you look at it even analytically speaking, with how bad the division is, it really helps to have that. It helps have that. Well, that if the Redskins and the Eagles finish with both six wins, the Eagles make the playoffs. Because they the have less losses. Because of, the, because of one less loss. What about that? I heard about that today. The winner of the NFC East could either go to the playoffs or have a top five pick. Yeah. Probably probably top <laughs> right. ten. But yeah. It is, it is insane. They can either it's... host a playoff game yeah. or have a top five pick. Now what if they lose in the first round of the playoffs? Can Doesn't they still matter. have a top pick? Or does the order go at, from how they finished? It goes from how they finish. So they would be you know, they mm. would be out of the top. Well, this year there's more teams in it, so they would be in what the like around the twentieth pick or the sixteenth pick. Yeah, you would be the bot. You would be the bottom. You'd be the first. Part, yeah, yes, you'd be the, the first pick of the, of the playoff, teams that yeah, made the, the playoffs. So, so to speak, the you have like not the lottery. Play, Fifteen right? teams yeah, with better records picking yeah. before you in the draft. Yeah, which I mean, you can get a good player in the sixteenth. The sixteenth pick. Yeah, if you have a GM pick. who knows how to draft, for sure. We have a great GM. He thinks he's great. He's, he's but now after what you just told me, he's a smart you know, guy in the room. His big thing That's was why he picked. JJ or Ortega Whiteside over DK Metcalf. Did you I, did you know why? Did anyone see JJ 
and his great catches this whole season. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, That's on Madden. I, mean, I apologize. That's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kevin was, uh, you know, the third quarter, Kevin was uh, just playing uh, Madden, you know, beating the Giants 81 to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> really Sarah's like, why aren't you watching the game? I'm like, leave me alone. I would even make the point, uh, if we want to stay on the subject, but that um, not only has Carson won us, games, but I would make the point that Doug has lost us games. I don't know if anybody agrees with that. This year the other way, or right? in even years past? Specifically this year uh, is, is comes to mind. It's yeah. funny because I would say yes, and I would say yes to past years too, and it seems like, I feel like every season in the beginning of the season, I feel like he's cost us games, and yet as the season goes on, he kind of gets it together. Is anyone yeah, else? They, I mean, last year at the end of the year, the Eagles and Doug, even though they were playing inferior opponents, could do no wrong. I right? I mean, they were they they steamrolled. They, they didn't steamroll. They beat the opponents that they needed to beat. And then when the Cowboys came to town, that was the test. That was the Doug. Doug had those guys ready to play, and they did just enough to win. And Doug didn't. Doug didn't make any bad calls in that play in that game. And Carson made. And it was a very much a team effort. Uh, I agree with you. I think that in the beginning of the season, I don't know what Doug is thinking sometimes. With some of these calls, the 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 going in on a fourth and five, but then doing like a shovel pass out to Corey Clement, who's on his second touch of the game. And it's like, that was a really dumb How about dumb the two-point conversion uh, on Thursday to a tight end? Uh, I didn't even know his name. It wasn't Kroom. It was another new guy who we'd never no, heard of. No, it was um, Hakeem, Hakeem Butler. Yes, that Hakeem was, Butler. Yes, a guy who's never played tight end in NFL, and they go to him on a key two-point <laughs> conversion. A, a very difficult fade type of play. I mean, there's only, yeah. a few, there's only a few guys out there who you could throw a fade up to. Yeah, one of them shot himself in the leg. A couple years ago, but he was a hell. Yeah, of a throw fade. a fade to him. Don't throw a fade to our practice squad guys when the when the game's on the line. Yeah, I mean, I, I just look at it that uh, this year, I feel like Carson is is those are more matchups though. I mean, they're not putting Bradbury on him, so he's going against you know. Well, do you think that you know who he's going against? He's going against Ryan Lewis, who gives up a fifty-eight yard pass up by six points in two minutes to play. But do you think that's like Doug thinking, like, oh, they don't know who this guy is. Let's just take no, a shot. I think it's, yeah, I think. Well, it's, I also I think feel like they more... don't have anyone either. That's sometimes I go. They they're thin throughout everywhere, right? I mean, it's they don't have a lot of people left. Yeah, it's a lot of injuries, Kev. It's the story of the season. It really is. I mean, this team has been decimated by injuries, and yet here they are, still first placed in the NFC least. And it feels kind of good. Yeah, it feels great. Yeah, I'm sure it felt better. These are felt up Thursday night. It's kind of like I just got with this really hot chick, and then found out that we're like second cousins, <laughs> or that, she, or that she has herpes. I could deal with the herpes more than I could deal with the second cousins. Some people in this country live for that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that brings me uh, to a question I wanted to ask Weezer. Um, first off, did you know that Daniel Jones was that fast? I didn't know he was that fast. Because I apparently his combine numbers, his forty time was quick, and he he had some uh, he had some wheels there. 
and it looked like he kind of was like, "Uh oh, let me Obviously, let me go though, step his faster." Feet as fast as his shoulders. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that like for you watching, saying like, "Oh, we got it, we got it," and I was like, when he went down, I was kind of relieved that he didn't fumble the ball and send it through the end zone. Oh, that would. I think it would have been a totally different story if they didn't score there. They got three points out of that. Then you're just like, you know, and but I mean, they scored a touchdown, and right. I mean, like I said, this season, new coach, new offensive system, and to see that play open up and to see him just, I mean, he split the defense and was through them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you look at last night, you look at last night's game, you watch DK Metcalf just track that guy down. No one can oh, track yes. him. No oh, one tracked him down. That's a name we don't mention around here. But yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a sore subject for us. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you look at that. He like should be could've... in midnight green, but anyway, but I mean, the thing was, is he, he was just, he didn't trust his speed. If that makes sense, and yeah. like he tried to run faster, and yeah, and only it went down like a probably, sniper. Yeah, he probably would have kept going. I guess. Did you see the meme for the win probability with him <laughs> running oh, it, God. and then it gets to the top, but the ninety percent win probability that he just tumbling down. It was. Those are the things that we can laugh at. We could laugh yeah. at on Friday morning, but it's you know. It's like when you sprint too hard and you can't feel your legs. I feel like. I was Daniel Jones in that moment for a second. It's like, yeah, I've been there. You know what I mean? You're like, ah. Yeah, you've been running 21 miles. Yeah. I haven't leave the claw no, like that. Yeah. 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 Jake, when's yeah. the last time you like, sprinted? You didn't pay your bill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just running down the street. <laughs> and they come and hand it to him as he's laying in the middle of Route 35. Yeah, because he Daniel Jones and fell down in the street. Yeah, but I didn't make it 80 yards. I made it like eight feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. So then – Joe Judge, what was your reaction when he got hired? Who is this guy? Great. Now, a couple games in, what is your reaction now? Um, My reaction changed to him after his initial press conference. I mean, the way he handled that, but then, like... Like, for good or bad? for For the better. I mean, he came out and he was like, he, you know... The Giants have always been defense first, run the ball, manage the clock, and everything like that. And that's what he came out and said we're going to do. We're going to go out. We're going to punch you in the mouth. We're going to play hard-nosed football. And that's what, you know. And then, like like I said, even through these first few games, I mean, the last couple of years at, like, halftime, you're, you know, you're flipping through the channels. you got the red zone on, and you're just watching everything else. But, I mean, they've been in all these yeah. – they've been in all of these games uh, – the cowboy game there, you know, they're in Should've all the way to the end. Should have won that game. And, yeah. You know, you I mean the the big thing that you see is is that Jones is he's still turning the ball over, but he's just not like he doesn't have that reaction to just run, you know, like instead he's hanging in the pocket trying to find somebody twenty yards downfield where he might be able to just scramble for five, six yards, get out of bounds, and you know, and now, you know, it, it's another play you move on to, but I mean, I've liked what I've seen from him so far. I mean, both Judge Jones and even the coaching staff that he put together, he he had to put he put guys together with experience that had head coaching experience to, you know, I feel to kind of help him through it. I mean, he's thirty eight years old. I mean, yeah. he's never yeah. had a you special know, teams coach just got the call. Special, but you know, you like you look at it. 
like the fake field goal they call against the Cowboys. I mean, you know, like that, that was just a formation. But then even the other night in that first series, they got the ball where they scrambled the team. Well, they, they looked like they were going to go for it on fourth down. And then, and then they yeah. scrambled the offense off and they left the guy uncovered and oh. he didn't. That could have been a touchdown. The, the punter is sitting there like basically should i throw him, it Listen, i'm gonna throw it to you just turn <laughs> and make sure you know it's coming you know and he never you know but like it's like little things yeah, i mean like he's bit. he's done all little things that you haven't seen out of a giants team for a few years and i mean and that's i mean so you feel good fan, going forward with as him? a giants fan i just want to have hope and like the last couple of years you've had no you know like you oh, haven't seen he said, the direction. He said the h word should i show oh, yeah do you want to see you want to see our hope <laughs> that we have to go by uh, yeah, solo? yeah. <laughs> you looked it up didn't you i got a lot of messages about hey what's the whole solo thing we were sitting around a bonfire with sarah's friends on saturday night and sarah's friends are big listeners and they were like Hey, so what's Hope Solo? I tried to look and I couldn't find it. And I was like, hold, please. And I showed everyone. And everyone was like, why would she take it from that angle? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I've Colin tried. looked today and Colin was like, yeah, she's got a lot of there. She's got one that's just showing just straight up butthole. And it's, uh, mm. you know, it's a shame that she got hacked, but it's yeah. for our, she's our mascot now. I Talk like about celebrity crushes, you know, man. Yeah, if we, if we had a Twitter page, if, I feel like if we had a Twitter if we had a Twitter page, that one picture of the angle coming up yeah. would be our our handle. Your uh, avatar? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, avatar, whatever you know. Yeah. Yes. Are, are we avatar? <laughs> yeah. So I hope that Joe Judge gives you hope and makes you feel the way that I feel when I see the picture of Hope Solo, which is glee and bliss. And Hunger for a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> yes. Is there a Quiznos nearby? <laughs> Which brings us to our advertisement by Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to take a quick beef second. And cheddar's yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, the last yeah. thing I wanted to say I don't know if you agree. You see him a lot more, but I just look at Daniel Jones and I just think that's like Eli's little brother. It looks just like him. He makes faces just like him. I, I think the, the facial expressions, the build of them, and but I think even like just his character is the same. I mean, like Eli survived in New York for yeah. 13, 14 years. Yeah. And I mean, as if and you one, listen one, to New, as, if you I mean, if you listen to New York sports radio talk, whenever Eli would give his press conference, they would play the music from uh from the Andy Griffin show, you know, like, cause that's what they reminded him of was like Opie or something like that. But, you know, like it's, yeah, you, you gotta, I mean, there's, there's a certain demeanor you gotta have to survive in New York. I mean, you could, you know, the, the, the media there can run you right out of the city. And I mean, it has, but, it has but I mean, like the things sport. you gotta like about him is, I mean, he comes out of Duke. He's, you know, like, you just got to worry about whether or not he grasped the game enough. I mean, he's got the arm strength. He's got speed. He's got size. Were you, you know? shocked how early they took him? I wasn't shocked 
because they had no option. And I was just hoping they weren't going to take Dwayne Haskins. I mean, that was, well, I think, yeah, I would rather him than Dwayne Haskins right now. Yeah. But at that time, you don't know, you know, like you see Dwayne Haskins, he's thrown for 52 TDs. He's, you know, playing in Ohio state with it. Yeah. You know, like he's used to, you know, and you're just offense at that point in time too. But I mean, they're, they were at a point there where they had to do something with their quarterback. I mean, you know, you, you hear all this talk that when uh, McAdoo was there, he wanted to draft. Uh, he wanted to draft Mahomes. That's who he wanted, and you know they they wouldn't let him. And, and sure, all, you could know, you but, imagine Ben McAdoo with Mahomes just destroying his career? I was going to say he'd be like, <laughs> you know, but you're, you're going to be a fullback. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're too yeah. tall. It's like quarterback. Now we're a run first team here, buddy. <laughs> I mean, Eli was a. I mean, I know outside of. New York sports, everyone else can't stand him. But, I mean, he's a New York sports icon. You yeah, know? I mean, what are you talking about can't stand him? I love playing the guy. I, yeah, but, I, I mean. was there for his last game, and I was like, I almost kind of felt like, like a little like, I appre- I appreciated what he did when the on the big stage of those two games. I mean, he – Eli willed – you guys, not willed, yeah, but he – he was a huge part, and the defense really was the was the biggest part of the Super Bowl, right? I mean, you really, you honestly, the probably the one should have went to Steve Spagnola for the Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP. Two thousand seven, it was the defense, but I mean, two thousand eleven, I mean, he gets the ball back with two minutes left and throws and, that pass and to that, Mario but, Manningham, yep, and yeah. you know. You gotta remember, two thousand seven, he took down a team that was undefeated, yeah, that I, steamrolled I, everyone. I I'm mean, not gonna lie that what he did was was special. Right, uh, it's look at the teams he went through to get there. I mean, they, he beat Tony Romo, he beat Brett Favre, you know, and then he takes down Tom Brady. I mean, and it's, you know, like you're. I have no problems with Eli Manning being the Hall of Fame. And when it's no, all, when he, it's all, I, I, he's gonna make the Hall of Fame just from having two Super well, Bowls I mean. and two Super Bowl MVPs. Kevin is just kissing up to our guests right now, and I don't, I don't that. Really glad he came in, so he's saying nice things about his team. Oh, you guys, <laughs> you guys hear that? Sorry. I'm just saying that I, I, I always appreciate. What I'm saying is that I appreciated Eli for what he had done for you, but Eli, for fifty percent of his career, was a was a average quarterback. Yeah, right. it was like he never put up numbers. When he was good, he was good. When he was bad, he was bad. He was, re- he was a really bad quarterback at certain points, and it was like uh, the Jekyll and Hyde, the the Halloween theme. That's why we're all wearing Halloween costumes tonight. I mean, yeah, yeah. Jake, it's nice to see you go as Caitlyn Jenner, and you're just. <laughs> <laughs> I actually yeah. ran to over to it. It's you cut off your dick for this one tonight, too. So. <laughs> Kev, I just think those are some uh, odd choice of words describing a guy who cost you $25,000. That you would praise yeah. Eli no, like he that. No, didn't, though, because I still have that $25,000. Well, now, now, but back then. <laughs> also, also, who's to say Donovan McNabb doesn't come back? You know what I mean? Yeah, what if he comes back and coaches and coaches to three Super Bowls? Like, do you owe him then? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll owe him. I won't pay him. You guys didn't write that one out in the clause. Huh? Yeah, all right. That one's, yeah. All right, we'll finish what that one. What if he one. comes out of retirement and plays? He's not coming out. Number five's done. Well, five will always number love five you. will always love you. Yes. <laughs> one more thing from this game before we move on. Take me through your emotions, your feelings, everything going through your head. You're really berating it. You're just when. 
Evan Ingram fingered that ball. You, you know, it hit his fingertips. When when he just the tipped that ball. We're never going to get another guest on here. As soon as that ball hit the ground, I knew that was the end. But did you like? Did if I was a Giants fan, I would have been like, "You should, you got to catch that." That's the call. That's that's Evan Ingram's giant career right there. I mean, he could go like you. When they drafted him, he was supposed to be the matchup nightmare. You know, like linebackers weren't going to be able to cover him, and he was going to be Ole Miss, and he was going to be he was going to be too big for a safety to cover him. And, you know, he hasn't – he could have a game where he has, you know, eight receptions for 90 yards, but he always drops that ninth reception for – in a point that, you know, like whether it be a two-point conversion, a touchdown pass. Like my thing with that pass, he was looking to score. Like that's all – and all he so had he to really did. do is catch that ball. Like he could have turned around and – jumped up high pointed the ball falling down and they could have kicked the field goal. And I mean, it was at the 25 yard line, Mm -hmm. you know, they could have knelt on the ball twice, let the Eagles use their timeouts and, you know, and then that's it. But Uh, yeah, even if you, yeah, it's, even if you miss it, you're still giving that, you're not giving them that much time to go down the field and score. You're just, it's that that's the reason why, you know, like, you guys have Zach Ertz. I mean, he's a matchup problem for people. Dallas Goddard, matchup problem. And those are those situations that catch you, the ball. Yeah, but those are the situations you go to him in. Is those you see it all the time on those plays. Like even with Doug does it all the time with fourth and four, where you think they're going to run the ball, and there's Ertz running across the middle of the field wide open, and instead of four yards, they get you know fifteen or yeah. twenty, and that's who you know that's what Ingram was supposed to be, and he just hasn't been that. So I mean, but. He's going to be there. They're not going to get rid of him, and he's going to. You we know. invested too much in him right now. Where you're, they haven't. I mean, no, he's, he's still on a rookie he's deal, still, right? He's on a, still on a rookie deal. I would say I mean, the first round draft because yeah. he's still. Yeah, but the, I mean, I, I would mean, still as far as promising. the NFL goes, the first round. I mean, even if they, you know, they they'd let him. If they were going to let him go, they would trade him before the deadline and get a sixth round pick or a fourth. Really, you, know, fifth you think round they, pick. you think they would do that? If they were going to look, so. if they were going to look to let him go, they would get something out of it where they get some type of pick for him. They wouldn't just let him walk away, you know. Hmm. I just think that they would, at this point, keep him because he shows enough promise, potential, everything. Where it's like, hey, maybe we can finally, maybe it's going to finally click. get this it's right. Gonna that's going to, and that's the. I think that's the. As Eagles fans, I think we've all been there before with players. Yeah, uh, before. It's Nelson Aguilar. Where, where the, yeah, they, they re-up a guy, and they think, hey, listen, it's there. It's almost there. We've seen it. We're going to get some potential out of you. And then the guy's just – He had a good game up fizzles. to that point. I mean, he had a lot he, of catches. I think he, he tried was... to hurdle the one guy, you know. Oh, yeah, out, he got but it. He's done, he's done that, he's done yeah. that a couple of yeah. times. He landed pretty hard on that one. You know, but I mean – I guess I'm just saying that's, that is the frustrating part is when, you, when you're banking on a guy for his potential because you can see that he has – he obviously has the skills to be an elite tight end, if not a top with you know, top seven, top whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, and to also know at the same time, he's probably never going to live up to that hype and to that status, and you're still going to keep him. That's the you know that's the hardest part. I think sometimes um, watching a player like that is that you know it's there, you know that he can do it, but he's just never going to. You're never gonna well, the other together. thing people are going to pick apart, like I said, he could have 10 catches and drop one, and people are going to, you know, like the thing, 
from Thursday night, like reading all the stuff about with, you know, from Twitter and from this and from that, like giant fans are like, Daniel Jones is a bust. You know, he's played 14 games. I thought he played a pretty decent yeah. game Thursday night. We, we have those fans too. You know, but you're like, <laughs> Craig is a big, you know, uh, Craig is the worst. Craig's a big Carson Wentz hater. I've ever seen in my entire but, life. You know, like you can't, <laughs> You got to see where he goes. I mean, there was no off season whatsoever, so you got to see what mm-hmm. what what New Judge and oh, Garrett can, yep. can do with them and how they can. You know, it's all about matchups, and it's all about you know ex, you know you, you get the one matchup that you can expose all game long, and that's where it was, and they had it because whoever was cr- covering them was trailing them by five yards. Yeah. You know, like and usually, yeah, yep. And I mean, and that's typically it was. Uh, his name is Nick Gary. Yeah. That's uh, the Eagles starting linebacker. Don't read his tweets if you're sensitive to racism. Yeah, but he also, you know, <laughs> like. That's on his back of his helmet. The... Yeah. Yeah. He everyone say the N word. Yeah, everyone's thing is N racism, say your name, and like his is like pro racism. <laughs> they call me, they call me White XFL. Snake for a reason. Yeah. yeah. He hate me, and then there's. N-word gear. <laughs> well, it's funny you say, though, Kevin, about the potential and stuff. I just think of, you know, Nelson Aguilar and, uh, you know, you were just talking about the drops of, um, like, in- Ingram could catch eight balls and then drop one, and it's like, oh, he drops the ball. Nelson Aguilar, Mr. Drop City, uh, had his first drop of the season last night. Yeah. I just thought that was a little crazy, wow. but... We don't have to get started on, on there. Can we just move on? Yeah. Please? I don't really want to talk um, about Nelson Aguilar anymore. Yeah, yeah to another subject where. Uh, well, I was going to say. All right. I was going to. I was going to ask Peggy, Kev. Let's go. Let's just get it. Let's get it out of the way. All right. Let's there. Just... We said it. We'll move past it. <laughs> Weezer, quick. Yay or nay? I didn't come here for the pegging episode. <laughs> no? Okay. All right. We'll save that. We'll save that. Kev, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am. Well, I was drinking. Land sharks earlier, right and now I had to switch back to the old Blue Moon Harvest Pumpkin Wheat. Oh, that's gross. Getting that, getting close to my craft beer buddies out there. You know, that's the yeah, we love the craft beer community. Yeah, we love them. We we do twirly mustache and all. Yep, yeah. skinny jeans and yes, girl, sons. girl pants. <laughs> sons is not bad. I would say, I would say they're. Oh like, God, Kevin, they, they suck. They probably listen to more like they're probably like. Like big people listen to Toto. Africa, Weezer, what are you uh, drinking? Let's let's skip past the Mumford I'm and Sons. Rocks. Oh, you a rock and roll guy? No, I just brought them because I figured you didn't like them, and so I'd only have to keep <laughs> Kevin and Jacob from stealing them. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Weezer's our number one subscriber. Uh, he did his homework. Jake, whose beers did you steal today? <laughs> the one person I know I could get away with. <laughs> Kid uh, has two thousand. I guarantee you, probably right now in his wallet, two thousand dollars, and he can't bring his own beer. It was, uh, it was probably around four hundred. Regardless, uh, more singles this week in cash. Yeah, just you know, I got six bucks, Jacob. Oh, six dollars. I have a hundred dollars because I fed because. I found $100 in my house because Martin Andrew was cleaning my bathrooms at my house. Nice. Wow. Giving him some side work. And I rented a bouncy house for his kids while he cleaned our bathroom. And he wanted to help contribute to the bouncy house. So he hid $100 in the household. And I 
I found it before Sarah did. Right so under the butt plug. Well, so, <laughs> I was going to say, did he, did he polish your butt plug for you, Kev? <laughs> it, wasn't hard to, it wasn't hard to find that $100 because it was yeah. all in quarters. <laughs> hey, listen, don't talk about people giving $100 and change to people. Yeah, one. Uh, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> this guy, Andrew, drops off in fantasy. He owed me $100 in fantasy. And now yep. that I've never owed someone money before, so it's perfectly fine. Let I it be was, known I was, I was not happy. In quarters, Kev. <laughs> I was yeah. not happy with how how the league went and the rules, and I was a little bitter, and Kevin caught my frustration. And so he walks into my parents' house. I'm sitting on their couch, and he just comes in a broken box. I mean, it was a shoebox. A was broken shoebox. Busting at the, at the seams. And drops $100 worth of pennies on my lap. <laughs> and then just says, here, here's your fucking $100, and walks out of the house. So, yeah, that was a good one. At least he paid you, Kev. At least he paid you. At that point in time, TD Bank had stopped doing the – coin thing so yeah, because if you brought your hundred dollars there you would have only got 86 well i had to go to no they stopped doing it in general because yeah, well, they were stealing money from people well yeah but so i had to go to the hot coin take, store hot take. i had to go to the coin store and um i thought you said the porn star acme and people like a lot of people that i knew were like oh it must be hard times for kevin he's just <laughs> come on kevin, there you want to get you something to eat? yeah <laughs> like, yeah the hot bar is still open like, kev come on you like, come on, i'll get you the eight people are like chicken. you okay because like, i'm sitting there with a, sitting there with a shoe box a broken shoe box with a there's a hundred dollars in pennies and i'm just like yeah because it would only do fifteen dollars at a time and then i had to have an employee come over and they'd be like Okay, keep it going. You know, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, totally unrelated. Kevin was also picking up cigarette butts outside and smoking the last of them. I, that was just a couple years ago, so I quit smoking yeah. cigarettes. That but he did buy twenty oh. scratch offs, just in case. Have I ever yeah. picked up cigarette butts and smoked them before? Of course, but not not in the last five years because I quit smoking cigarettes in the last five years. So yeah, cheers to that. And it hasn't Good been job, Kev. Well, I picked up Proud doing I picked up doing meth and heroin. So I said and anal relaxers, right? Oh wait, we're not po- we're not doing the pegging podcast. Sorry. Yeah, we'll we'll, 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 yeah, well, Weezer's, uh, leaving now, so that's, yeah. All right, well, it was good having you. All right, well, instead of get to instead of pegging, I say we we go right to the cowgirls. Well, I was gonna say instead of ganging up on Weezer and talk about how bad his team is, maybe we could all band together and talk about how shitty the Cowboys look. Right, like uh, you guys, week, you guys baby. realize that you're not too many games ahead of where the Giants are right now. We're also not starting our third-string well, third quarterback this week either, though. I feel pretty good. Yeah, but we slip up a few games, and maybe the Giants throw a few together. You know, maybe maybe a team goes and comes within one point again and says, let me go for two and misses. Yeah. Like their other only win. <laughs> right? The Redskins? Right. I mean, oh, yeah. Washington. The, the nameless football team? Well, that's where your only win came from, right? Who is beat the Redskins? Yep, a solid defensive play. Yeah, and and you know what? They built off that because we didn't convert any two point conversion. Yep. See the next week. So yeah, we did. Didn't we? No. I thought we had one. No. No. Not a one. Damn it! As a week before. So speaking from experience, Weezer, because I know you played the the Cowboys and. When I say you, I'm I'm referring to you as a member of the team. Okay. What was it like? What can we expect? Are they scary? 
I wouldn't expect much out of them right now because it looks like they're in total free fall. They are. Isn't it a beautiful players thing? Players hate the coach. They're the coach not, hates the players. We could they all like, agree. They to, got like Nick Benedicci playing. Yep. You know, they do not have a leader of men. That's that's true. They don't have a leader of men on their team. That's for sure. Do you think? I mean, it's tough. And one of the things people said, the Eagles are going to have such an advantage because they had the same coaching staff, whereas everyone else got a new coaching staff with no training camp. Do you think that Mike McCarthy is a big problem there, that he's like not a good coach? Or do you think it's that it's the, the no training camp, didn't have time to get it all together? I think it's a combination of that. I mean, you're, you're putting a new – I mean, you, they lost – I mean, I know Kevin can't stand Dak Prescott and thinks he's a horrible I, quarterback. Whoa, but I mean, whoa, yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah. He's yeah. just not a great quarterback. That's, yeah, that's all. Kevin I, loved he, his dad and Jingle All the Way. But, I mean, I, I think it's Sinbad. a combination. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't he look like he'd be Sinbad's son? That's true. I got I got it. I said to think who it was. But, oh, I think you're talking uh, about like a song or something. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Get out of here, Jake. Guys, let Weezer talk. But, I mean, they lost him. And, I mean, their offense, I thought they were I thought they were going to be pretty competitive with Andy Dalton. I mean, he's got so many weapons on that team. But, I mean, it's the same thing that's going. It's happening everywhere in the NFL. It seems like you look around the NFL, it's the offensive line that's taking a beat in everywhere. You don't really, see, yeah. Like on every, you know, every team is missing an offensive lineman or two or, you know, or like even. A lot of, lot of injuries this year. That, yeah. Uh, it's. But it's a lot of, you know, a, a lot of it is the defensive line and the offensive line. I mean, you look at you look at teams with 49ers. Yeah. Two guys blow out their ACL in the same so, game. So, I mean. And Zeke hasn't looked good either without without Prescott. Yeah, he's got nowhere to run. Yeah, that's, that that offensive know? line is. Yeah, but you can. T- he's the kind of player that, like, all right, when the team sucks, his heart's not in it. Did you see him get blown up on that one pass protection? Yeah. You that's know, the second time this year. He's checked out. And. Uh, what was it last week? Maybe it was against the Giants when he he just kept oh the Cardinals he just kept fumbling the ball like two drives back to back. He's checked out, man. Well, he only wants to. He's you could tell when he loves when he's out there and they're they're winning and they're, they're he's rushing. He's doing he's feed me. Yeah, he's oh doing yeah, he's showing his midriff. You know, he's got his crop top on. Cowboys Salvation Army bucket. Cowboys fans are are taking off their Yankees or Lakers jersey and they're like. I'm a Cowboys fan again. Yay. And then it yeah. all just shits the bed because, again, they are the Cowboys. Yeah, but they were winning that. I mean, they weren't winning, but, I mean, they were in their games because they were putting up 30, 34 well, points. That was the – Yeah. I which mean, is but, funny that they they all – not all, but it's such a divided, divided group on what they think about Dak. For the most part, they think that he's he's a bust or he's overrated and that you put anyone out there – and anyone could do what Dak does. Yeah, but couldn't you say that when Donovan McNabb was with the Eagles? Didn't you have the same divide? You either had people who were, you know, I mean, every fan base has it. They either like the guy or they don't, you know, no matter. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless you there's have Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or some, you know, like one of those There's always people Brees. for and against. Yeah, you know, like you're going to have, a, you know, they always think there's a, you know, a better toy in the cupboard there to go play with or something. Yeah, the, but, the grass is always greener on the yeah, other side, but, right? I mean. I mean um, yeah, do you want to anyway? Hey, who did Jeff uh, the Giants played Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Oh, on Monday Night Football, right? 
Yeah, ESPN is probably really happy they secured is, that uh, one. Does Antonio Brown play this weekend? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's moving in with Tom Brady, so. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Like his house? The Buccaneers. Even signed. watch football, James. Jacob, you're on a freaking football podcast, and you don't know <laughs> that Antonio that Brown Antonio just signed with the Buccaneers? No, I missed that. Somebody told me Antonio Brown was on the team. Yeah, the Buccaneers. They weren't yeah. lying. <laughs> signed with the Bucks. That's so disgusting. Fuck them, dude. They're still going to they're gonna burn out. He's, I know, it's just like disgusting. He's Jake. Not the hey, Jake, it, we're recording. Five years ago? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. You don't think they're going to burn out? Nope. You think he's winning it all? I don't know if he's going to win it all, but, I mean, they're going to be a team to contend with. You know, I they mean, keep adding these names, and I keep getting these dream team vibes. You know, so Vince Young, dream team. Is Antonio yeah. Bryant just still the wide receiver he was when he – Is Antonio Brown going to take – Antonio, Antonio Brown, sorry. Is Antonio Brown going to take <clears> – <throat> Is he going to grab some attention from some defensive yeah. coordinators who's going to let Mike Evans or Kronkowski? Sure. Well, here's the question. Have, have his feet defrosted right? yet? <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they feel. <laughs> but I think I've they're just... bringing him in and kicking the tires. I mean, it's, you know. If he, if oh, wait, I'm sorry. Up, that's the, the best thing about this year with the lineup is that they have those extra five guys they can put on the yeah. roster that day, you know? so. Did you see so, the hard knocks when they showed a picture of his feet? Oh that was God, really that was, that was brutal. Poor that's John Gruden. Me mad. I didn't know that. I just, I, I really felt bad. I don't like John Gruden as a coach. I think he's grossly yeah, overrated. He, you know, you just love him as an analyst. Listen, he had the kitchen and he put all the ingredients yeah. into the stew, <laughs> and he just having to boil it too hot, and the stew blew up in his face. That was just. I just felt bad for him in that sense that he was just like. <laughs> all right gonna have to cut that out you were doing good for a while wait Kev. you're recording right now yeah i've been recording for two and a half minutes i yeah, told you we're whatever. recording we I, just got canceled i had no idea that we were recording kevin i told you with yeah. what we were stopping oh Weezer is not affiliated with the show in any way or <laughs> i had no idea that we were i thought we I, and I just yelled at jake i said jake we're recording because he's holding his microphone by his dick I was just kind of shooting the shit. Oh, look at we talking to him just Lord, like, you know. You know how many people that's happened to? Yeah. 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 Hot Mike. And Joe Buck this week. And Rudy Giuliani, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just got the taste. I, just got, yeah, I got bored at it, you know? You got Giuliani. I, I was pulling out my dick. I was pulling out my dick. That's, yeah. That's a soundbite of the week right there for you. Oh, also, my God. Quick, just to add to that, I don't know if we – wasn't that the, the GM that said that, not the coach? That's he like, did it again. He did it again. <laughs> I it's just making oh, noise. Like the whole I just, character, you know, I, with what's his name? Oh, like, yeah, with, uh, oh it's with, easy to just be like, oh, he said it. Yeah. That's why. I, that's why I assaulted yeah, him with the deadly yeah, weapon. That's why I tried to kill him on the field. <laughs> yeah. I just hope Andrew has a tough time editing this podcast. <laughs> I might just say, all right, let's start it now. Yeah. Now I'm keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. Let's talk, let's get, so hey guys. Let's All right, get, let's get it back to the Eagles. Give me your pick, Weezer. Eagles, Cowboys, Sunday Night Football. Who you Eagles, got? Twenty four ten. Twenty four ten. Wow, closer than I thought. Um, Jake and Kevin, Giants, Buccaneers. Who you got? Now that you know they got you know, A B. Uh, Jake, are you really like yeah. making a face like that's really hard to think about? Like 34 no, 20 Buccaneers. 
Okay. I'm going to say 28 10 Buccaneers. Where's it at, by the way? Is the line? No, where's the game at? I think it's in New York. Okay. Eh. I'm not positive. It's supposed to be cold. It. Yeah, but Tom Brady has been playing in New England his saying, whole career. He had, but the other guys, you know. He played a game against the Raiders once in the snow. Yeah, he did do that once. So then I also wanted to ask Weezer, get his opinion on who eventually, at the end of the season, will be the winner of the NFC East. I think the Eagles win the NFC East. That's why he's my best friend. Mm. All right, now pretend Kevin's well, not in the room. Who are they competing against? Well, uh, apparently the the Redskins now. Oh, 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 oh. We just garyed that one. Hold on. You guys are worse than me. I wouldn't say worse. I didn't even say it. All right, (laughs) Jesus. Barely even said anything. Yeah. I just. uh, uh, um, I guess, yeah, they're watching. Um, Hey, good news. I think the Eagles go on a little roll here. What? What, what, uh, sorry, I just checked yeah, the uh, two games in a row. I mean, the Bucks are ten and a half point favorites. Well, I want to tell you something. Back in 2017, and you know what? I might even throw back Thursday this one. I'll put it on the uh, Birds Over Beers Instagram page. But uh, my I feel wife, like we always say things like that and never actually do it. Well, it's, we're trying to get people to follow, and then you know, once we have their follow, just we say, got them for life. He's got a lot of people coming in this week for us. So uh, well, I have he's a video. Him right now, he's asking them. Hey guys, don't listen to the podcast. Like <laughs> yeah. Hey, did I tell you it was birds over beers? It's, I meant, I meant inside uh, the birds. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, I'm locked in the basement. It's locked. That thing's tight. I can't get out. They have a dog out there. He's gonna bite me. <laughs> Back in 2017, we played the Giants in Lincoln Financial Field. Jake Elliott hit a 63-yard field goal. I was at that game. I have a video of him just making that field goal. And that really kind of like catapulted us to go on a tear. And, you know, Carson Wentz teared his are, knee. Are you comparing this team to 2017's I'm team? comparing the win over the Giants to the win over the Giants in 2017. All right. I mean, we, got I, some in, we got some people come back from injury, so it's not so crazy. I still don't think we're going to beat Seattle or Green We Bay. don't need to. That's the thing. We don't need to. Still got to win at least one or two of those games. We got to beat the Cowboys. We got to rest up on the bye. We got to beat the Giants. Sorry, Weezer. And then we're, we're going to kick Cle- the snot. We're going to kick the snot out of Cleveland. They just lost Odell for the year. Baker Mayfield's yeah, overrated. They look better once he was out of the game. Baker Mayfield is overrated. There, I said it twice now. And then we'll get one more, one or two more wins. I think the Arizona big thing. I think maybe? the big I mean, thing you guys can shoot for. Arizona is looked good last night. The, the playing the Bears in the first round of the playoffs. Oh, I would home. love to beat him. That's. I would love. To that's beat. as. That's as far as you no, know. I would no, because you know what's going to happen is I would love to that's beat. As, that's the end of the Big stop Dick for Nick. the no, trade. Big would, Dick Nick I, is going to beat us, and everyone is going to be. You see, we should have never let him I go. Think, I don't think that he would. I don't. We are. We you are think he'd give us a pity win? Yeah. No, I just think that I think that they would they would know how to how to beat him. Uh, okay. Oh you, yeah, but wouldn't he know how to beat them? Yeah. Doug Peterson's on the sideline yeah. with a dog He's whistle like, that he guys, keeps this blowing. This guy's going to call some of the stupidest plays yeah. you've ever seen. <laughs> we know exactly how to be. Possible. Very possible. I, 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 
I, I'm, I mean, did you guys did I have you, a hard time did you watch, being there. Did you watch Seattle and Arizona play last night? Two I mean, great football teams. Did, did, I mean, do you? I, mean, I don't think that we could be either of them. If you look at the NFC, I mean, it's those two teams, and then everyone else is. A, Green Bay's really good. Green Bay, yeah. Good, right? Green Bay, I mean, Green Bay goes with Aaron Rodgers, though. If Aaron Rodgers is off, then they're yeah, they're not true. doing anything. Yeah, they don't have a lot of weapons on offense that I, I feel like really Carolina, scare me. Seattle's I mean, even Seattle and Arizona's defense. I mean, I mean, you're you're facing Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray, but I mean, you know, I thought at the beginning of the season that Arizona was going to be pretty good and they have been, but they also have their moments where they kind of look vulnerable. Seattle, you know, you're Russell Wilson. If he didn't throw three interceptions last night, they would have won the game. It kind of makes me sick to think about because I actually, in overtime, I put money on them to win on that last drive. And two plays later, uh, he threw an interception. I put a lot of money too, and the, I felt the, really bad. The one to boot a um, Baker. Like, what's that, a lot of money? Uh, $500? No. A lot of money to me. Like 200 No. Uh, you know, Buda Baker. Yeah. Oh, that's that's nothing, dude. It was, it was, it was a lot of money to someone who only gets like $10 a week in uh, allowance. (laughs) It would have been like two months worth of allowance. (laughs) Okay. I can figure it out there. Uh, Kevin's a real math whiz. $3. $3. Okay, we're good. There we go. Buda Baker is very good, by the way. I was surprised that yeah, was the, he... the pass he threw out there. I mean, it was like he just lofted the ball. I mean, yeah. And even even in overtime, too, it was like a quick just loft the ball over. He tried, I guess, throwing over. But either way, that's Seattle. They're always going to make the playoffs. The Rams aren't going to stop them. The Cardinals are in their division, too. So I guess they probably played them a little tougher, too. Um, but I like Kyler Murray. The Rams, He's, are, the Rams are playing pretty good, and they're you know, they're just like playing in the background. Like No one's really paying attention to them. Uh, they don't really excite me. I'm not, I'm not crazy about the Rams. They're beatable. Not, not when we play them. Not, yeah, uh, we're, not, <laughs> we're not a football team. We're a step or two above the Jets. That's about it. Yeah, yeah, this one time. That's a bad football team. Yeah, at least yeah, you like the right New York team, yeah, at, least are, at least you're on the right side of that one. Yeah. Could you imagine what that would be like? Yeah, but that's like that's dysfunction from management. That's not like that's that's all the way up. That's, How do you hire someone like Adam Gase? How does he get a why, job? Yeah, why did that make any sense? That doesn't to me, he was a terrible coach. How in, do you hire a guy like Adam Gase? Let the GM pick the players, and then a week after he picks all the players, you fire them for then, somebody else. Right? Bring in Joe Douglas. Like I like Joe Douglas. I think Joe Douglas could do a job there, and I don't think Adam Gase is getting through this. I mean, I think he'll get through the season, but I think he's. Do they keep Joe Douglas up? I think they keep Joe Douglas. He's barely been there. I'm just saying though, because a lot, well, of, a lot of, a lot of fans want whole top to bottom new everything. Right? They want. I mean, it's yeah, but everybody always wants that. But who are you bringing in? I mean, that's you know, like I think the Giants get rid of Gettleman. At the I was end of this just year. gonna say same thing as I mean, people want him gonna, gone. I think it's gonna be a either it's gonna be a we're gonna give you the option to retire here and walk out gracefully, or this is you know because I think or will release the I sex mean, scandal. You, need, you know, like your your GMs of of the past who you know like the Gettlemans and stuff like that. I think the the. I mean, I think the NFL has come closer to college football than college football has come to the NFL. You know, like 
as far as the style that they play and you know like that i mean it's more wide open it's more yeah, offense it's sure. more like you know it's more like you know big 12 football out there you so know you're like saying that every team needs a howie roseman not a howie roseman <laughs> you know not a howie roseman. a rally I mean, hoseman I, I think i think the great thing that he does is he's able to manipulate That's the cap and, 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 and keep that. keep guys that you know that you wouldn't normally be able to keep i mean the way he's able i mean you look at the defensive line i mean they're all making money there and mm -hmm. and they're paying Carson Wentz. They got to be paying Alshon Jeffrey. They got to be paying, you know. But we'll see next year when they're already way yeah. over and then but they're talking they about they dropping the, the they cap. They said, though, that even for that, that three or four moves, they're easily three or four players. Well, gone. I think that's a problem that would happen with Ertz is they can't really sign him to anything because they don't well, know. He wants like Kittle money. And, and he I is not – I don't know if he's worth yeah, but money. He's not proved to be worth anything this year. Yeah, but that's this year, you know? I, still, I mean, I what, still, what I parts – Do you think he's he going to get better? What parts has he played in – I mean, listen, if you were working for a guy who says, listen, I, you know, I, I – I mean, didn't he go in and, you know, didn't he go in and adjust his contract to help spread out money over time so that they were able to they go defer. in and – I mean, they defer usually. Yeah, so I'm going to help you. Gets, All right, now yeah. it's my turn, and you're just like, yeah, we can't do it. Right, right now. but but part of that is he gets something out of it too. It's not just saying like, All right, here, take it now well, or anything. They you, probably if give I him. I owed you five million dollars, and I said I'm going to. Well, he still it. gets what he's paying you owed. Money. Yeah, but you're, I'm not getting it for three years now. You know, I yeah, I'm getting five million dollars, but instead of getting it all right now, I'm getting it over the next three years. I mean, I get what you're saying. I, you know, I get like, what you're saying. You know, I just I just don't think that. I don't think that Zachert's at his age. I think they found a replacement for him, and they don't need him. And that's the yeah, and that's yeah, Richard Rodgers. You know, <laughs> eighty-five yards today, huh? How about that? that yeah. Was... Listen, if I were Zacherts, I'd take one of those uh, Bobby Bonilla contracts, and every July, just get a million bucks for the bad. next yeah, seventy-five go years. I mean, he'll he'll, he'll find somewhere he'll find else. somewhere to he'll, he'll, he'll find somewhere to he'll go. He'll probably go where where the Eagles trade Carson Wentz. When they want to move on to Jalen Hurts, the and Colts. That's, that's I think that's coming within. Oh I, boy! I, I think Outsiders' it, perspective. I think that he goes. Well, why do you draft him in the second yeah. round? You don't. You don't. Because they're stupid. They yeah, also it, took not, JJ Arcega Whiteside in the second yeah, round. That's not. That's not being stupid. That's you know, like when you have needs. I mean, like you had so many people that were available, so many players that were available in that draft that could have filled spots for him right now, and they decided to take. A quarterback when they have a, what's what's Wentz have two more years left basically he can it's this year next year and after that they can get out of that contract yeah they could trade him without having dead money and what if he wins the super bowl before then uh-oh i still think he's gone really no well that was a hypothetical that was totally joke i just but... think that he's going to i just think that they see a future with jalen hurts that is this uh, Russell Wilson. That is this um, you don't Lamar think, Jackson. You, I think you, he's. You think Doug's trying to build a Kansas City 2.0 and following, you know? I, I, I mean, with, with speed you know, I mean, like and everything. The, it's, uh, they're following a model that the rest of the NFL is following with Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, um, Kyler Murray. They're, they so are getting what, guys. That, I mean, I mean, Lamar Jackson's had a, a, last year he had a great season, but what. Has he 
I I think they're hoping that but who did he beat last <clears throat> year that you stand out and say that was you know he went he out was a beat. great regular season quarterback but two years in a row Jalen in the Hurts in the playoffs he's better. disappeared. I think what they're thinking is we can make Jalen Hurts better than Lamar Jackson. We can make him a better thrower, and then you add in now that hey he can throw the ball, but he can also run every play. He can run the run, the yeah. Weezer Philadelphia is a quarterback factory. If yeah, you haven't heard, yeah, like running, running quarterbacks don't survive in the NFL. We that's talked about I, it. We talked about it before this all started. That's why I'm not a fan of as, it. As soon as a quarterback starts to run, that, it's opens. What they want to do. I think yeah. that's what they want to do. They wouldn't have drafted him if they didn't think that that's what they want to do. I just think that's a that's a tough spot. I think it's a good point uh, to remind everyone that Kevin's just going to blindly, you know, follow whatever the organization wants to do. Kevin is a guy who thought that Juan Castillo, the <laughs> offensive line coach, would be a great defensive coordinator. I believed what Andy Reid was telling me. Blind faith. That's, I just I took it at its. Oh, like I'm not siding with this. Was he the wide nine, nine guy? No, he was brave. the offense. He was that was Jim Washburn. Oh, that's the wide that, guy. Yeah, and but they had brought in a defensive line coach. That's not. And then that was we're wrong. like, hey, guess what? Now we want a defensive coordinator, and it was like, but we're gonna run the wide nine. And Jim was like, Wonka C was like, okay. Yeah, take care of that. You're trying to make a Blind faith, but he was singing a blind melon song. And he's like, that's not, that's not. Both are blind, damn it. Exactly. All right. Let's, uh, Andrew, what are you drinking? Let's wrap this up. What are you I, drinking? Tell I, I you drank your high noons you left here, so mm-hmm. they were delicious. Weezer, before See we send everyone weeks. out, what did you think of uh, your first experience on the Birds Over Beers podcast live in studio? I, tell you, I really enjoyed this. Standing around talking football. What do you yeah. think about our surroundings? How tell everyone how nice this place is. I mean, we'd make improvements if there were any to make. I and know. also, I mean, if that check would, if you would give us that check of twenty five thousand dollars, I really to, didn't know if I was in the NFL CBS Sports Studio or mm-hmm. Andrew's basement. Well, the only difference <laughs> or, or is Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> the only it difference puts, is the studio. Well <laughs> CBS uses green screens. Go and, yeah. go pump some iron. Now. Yeah. It puts the lotion on the skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, yeah. This is, uh, this is a good one. All right. Thank you all for joining us on the Birds Over Beers podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Like, comment, share. Tell all your friends. Like Weezer's about to tell all his eagle friends. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, listen to me. I was talking about the football. Listen to it. It's going to be a long episode today. So I hope yeah, I'm going to try to chop it down. Um, yeah, leave us a message on Anchor. You can hit the link in our bio to do it. Um, Kevin, is there anything you want to say to Mark this week? Uh, Mark, stop being a simp and break up with your girlfriend. So funny. Kevin is the most w- pussy-whipped guy I know. I'm not yeah. pussy-whipped. Fuck you. I'm so, I, I thought you were going to go with something different this week, Kevin. I thought about something different, but I can't think about it. You thought about it, but you can't think about it. Carson, come home. I'm lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Carson, come home. I'm pregnant. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Hopefully talk about a win over the Cowboys. Fuck you. I'm not pussy. Yet. <laughs> Until then. I call the shots.